Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga from Cleveland.com, joined in the press box here at Progressive Field by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Paul, good to talk to you again. How are you doing, Joe? Uh, this is uh, the the Indians are on a roll. Everything's uh, looking great, Paul. Uh, four in a row, and 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 tonight the offense decided to, to kick in. Yeah, I think, you know, the weather was a little warmer, Joe. It was like, what, 54 degrees at game time instead of 32 or 31 or whatever it's been for for most of April. And, uh, you know, they came out, swung the bats. Uh, Last team in the the big leagues to get 10 hits. They got 10 hits today. I mean, tonight. Um, uh, What was uh, Lindor gets the number 10 in the eighth inning with two outs, two out double. you know they're five and one on this home stand, uh, ten game home stand, and they've only scored fourteen runs. So, uh, you know, like you, I think you pointed out, uh, you know that's that says a whole bunch about how well they pitch and how and what kind of defense they're playing. And 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 that's sort of been the formula. It's uh, you know get a key hit, a uh, big home run today. We saw them actually score runs using sort of like an offense as opposed to just hit the ball out of the park. It was. You know, get on base, move guys up, move guys over, and, and bring them in with RBI hits. Uh, Brantley hit the ball. Kipnis had a, a, a ball that got over the outfielder's head. Yeah. Uh, Lindor with a multi-hit game, and, and Yonder Alonso comes through and and has a, his first hit off a left-hander since uh, back on back on March 31st. So, uh, all all good signs. Yeah, good what, signs, and and you like the way uh, you know they they scored they scored four of their five runs in the fourth inning. Uh, and the key, uh, kind of the key, the, igni- the ignition key to that uh, inning was a double steal by Ramirez and Brantley. And, you know, it was first of all, it was good to see them being so aggressive. And they have been aggressive because mm-hmm. on a basis because they haven't scored. You know, right. I think they came in tied for the American League lead in stolen yes. bases. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and so it's good, good to see them push the envelope. And then it's good to see it pay off, you know, with Alonzo getting the hit, driving in both runs. And uh, and it was, you know, we got a, a look at how, how Brantley can move now. You know, we saw him steal second. We saw him score, uh, you know, on uh, Lindor's hit in that inning. Uh, and he looks like he's moving okay. He's, he's moved well in the outfield. So he's testing that ankle. He looks He looks healthy. All right, we'll get we'll get to the pitching in a in a few minutes here. I I want to talk about defense, and I, I you know we we've, we've seen some pretty spectacular defense here in the first uh, few games of this homestand, and we've still got four more games of this homestand yeah. to to go. But 
We've seen spectacular defense. We've seen Bradley Zimmer throw out uh, a runner at home plate against Kansas City. We've seen uh, Jason Kipnis and uh, Francisco Lindor make spectacular plays in the middle of the field. And Jason Kipnis, not one of the guys we, we usually talk about when we're talking about you know four or five all-star infielders on uh, you know playing right. for the, the Indians making plays. Uh, this is this is the the formula. This is this is what Terry Francona talked in his his pregame today. He said, "You saw what happened when we don't play good defense; they lose the big game." That's exactly right. He was referring to the ALDS. So, this is good that they've sort of taken that they're, they're taking the defense seriously right from the get go, and, and it looks like, and and boy, Lindor looks good out there. Lindor really has made, you know, he's made a concerted effort to get better defensively. And he was already a gold glove winner two years ago. So, you know, platinum glove winner uh, two years ago. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, he said he's just trying to concentrate, stay in the moment, concentrate. He can't concentrate on every moment of the game, mm-hmm. but he's trying to, you know, make it 96 to 98% that his attention is focused, and you can tell the difference. He's got a great arm and uh, great range, great mm-hmm. range going into the hole. You know, it doesn't and, you know, they've been lucky, too. They've been lucky that Victor Martinez and, and Castellanos mm-hmm. and, and Cabrera have hit the, all those balls right. that they've made great plays on, but they still, still were clutch plays, Big plays that had to be made. You know, Kipnis saves a run. Uh, yes, uh, on Tuesday night, or you know, that's it's it's the Tigers are up two two. Right. I mean, two one, and you know, Perez's home run doesn't win it for him. Well, even in the first inning tonight, you saw, you know, the the leadoff double, and they got the runner to third with Cabrera up, and he hits a ground ball, and it's a routine ground ball to yeah. to uh, to Lindor. But if he kicks that ball, that's a run. Sure. That's, and, and that just hasn't been happening. All right, that brings us to, I posed the question earlier in this week in a, in a post. I said, you know, who's the Indians' best defender right now? Because we're, we were coming off a game where uh, Jan Gomes, uh, you know, yeah. was, was lights out throwing the ball and, and making, making plays, and, and you saw Zimmer with the big throw. And, and so in the last couple of days we've seen Kipnis and Francisco Lindor make, make big plays. Who's the best Indians defender right now? Well, that's a great question. You know, um, you know, because they are a very good defensive team. They they led the league, uh, tied for the league lead in fielding percentage last year. You know, it went hand in hand in that great pitching staff. The you know the bullpen led the led the AL in ERA, and the starting rotation led it in ERA. They led all the big leagues in ERA. So, um, you know, I I would think you know if if you if you go just position by position. Shortstop's the most posi- important position on the field. I think Lindor, you know, if he if he's not the best player, defensive player on the team, he's awfully close. But just because he handles so many chances, you know, he, he takes the relays. He's got a good arm on the relays, um, and you know, he turns the double play well. Uh, he's he's the key there, and I, I think he's the guy right now. Boy, he had a smooth pick last night on a as a backhand pick. He sort of the ball was almost past him. I think Martinez smashed it yeah. uh, to his backhand side, and that to me just showed, you know, just the the, the ability to make that play that was almost Omar Vizquel like to to watch that, and, and yeah. you know we've seen some some pretty good shortstops come through, even as Drupal Cabrera coming through here was, yeah. a, was a pretty good defensive shortstop when he was there. And he, he reminds me what what did John Wooden say. You're a basketball guy. <laughs> Be quick, but don't hurry. 
You know, and he <laughs> never he never looks under duress out there. Very very infrequently, mm-hmm. he he looks. Uh, you know, he always looks under control. You know, Omar to me was uh, a guy that looked like he'd handled every play that had that it could that had been unfolded in a baseball game for a hundred years. He'd handled each play like ten or twenty times. Nothing surprised him. But but I like the way uh, Lindor moves under control. He's never frantic out there. Can Bradley Zimmer win a Gold Glove? In oh the yeah, I, I think so. I mean, we've talked about this before. He's going to have some stiff competition with that guy playing center field in, in Minnesota. Byron Buxton. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's a, he's the heavyweight champ right now, mm-hmm. as far as the American League goes. Zimmer's going to have to knock him out. I think what I think Zimmer brings uh, an arm that might be a little more plus than than Buxton right now, but everything else is is yeah, right there level. Yeah, and, and he is. I mean, Zimmer is. He's he's an exciting exciting player and you know I think maybe you know that what will you know like Buxton it took him a long time mm-hmm. not a long time two three years to come around offensively they you know, he had to get sent down a couple times they really didn't know if he was going to hit and he turned into a pretty good hitter last year so maybe the same thing will happen with Zimmer maybe you know that that evolution you know well, and and what better. you saw tonight you saw he was he they they put in the the lefty reliever after their starting pitcher goes out with an injury. And Zimmer's first at bat, he goes up there, lays down a bunt, and gets on base. Yeah, I mean he's 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 like you said, an exciting player. Not just in the field, not just you know hitting home runs. He does all the little things. Now, for me, if the if you're asking the question about who's the best defensive player on the team right now, Lindor's Lindor's there. I my argument could be made for Jan Gomes. I think Jan Gomes, the way he controls the running game, yeah, the way he eliminates the question of whether they're going to run because right. opposing managers aren't going to send guys against them knowing they're going to get thrown out. It's, it, it, and pitchers don't have to waste pitches on pitch outs because nobody's running, so right. you don't have to give away a ball. I think you, know, you don't have to give away a pitch. I think the stat last year was they pitched out once yeah. all season. That's, that's, that's a good a, point. You know, I mean... He, I mean, and you know, I think he he probably controls the positioning, you know, a little bit, you know, out there, I, he, you know, when to when to throw through, when to when to cut it, and uh, you know, he's and he's and he's controlling the pitchers, you right. know, he works well with the staff. I mean, that's yeah, I, that's the quarterback back there. And and they say Roberto Perez might be a little bit better in blocking balls, might be a little bit better framing pitches, yeah. but uh, to me, uh, you can't go wrong with Deion Gomes, and I thought it was a. I thought it was a crime last year that Martin Maldonado from uh, Anaheim yeah. won the the Gold Glove. I don't know where that came from. That was, I mean, <laughs> I mean, and he was he was higher on the the Saber Defensive oh, Rating yeah? Index, okay. which all I you remember know, that, about Maldonado was him and Lindor, him and Lindor chirping John, at each yeah. other all the every game. Yeah, that should have counted against Maldonado's <laughs> Saber defense because every time he chirped, Lindor hit the ball out of the park. <laughs> so right. he cost them runs. He didn't save them yeah. runs. That's ridiculous. All right, let's talk pitching. You you mentioned it before. Uh, we've seen we've seen on this homestand the starting pitchers for the Cleveland Indians not give up more than two runs in a game. Boy, I've been I, you know I think you're right. Yeah, not yeah, not yeah. give up more than two runs in a game. We've seen peak Kluber in April, which we've never seen before. Right. Tonight, did we see peak Carrasco? We've got that going on, and Trevor Bauer hasn't even reached what he was doing at the end of last year, yeah. which you know has got to be coming at some point. Yeah. Uh, what? How many more superlatives can you offer for this off uh, for this 
is rotation. Well, I mean, they're seven and five, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I think <laughs> the main reason they're seven and five right now is because of the pitching and the bullpen, the rotation, especially. Like you said, Kluber has been. You know he should be three and zero right now. Mm-hmm. He, you know there's no reason for him to lose the season opener two to one or the game in Anaheim. I mean he goes with gets a no decision there. He gives up the home run to Otani, but but you know we saw him here and he was great. Uh, you know and Carrasco. I mean you know this guy was fourth in the, in the Cy Young voting last year, and there's a reason for that. He's kind of the hidden uh, the hidden gem of this rotation. I think you know he doesn't do too. You know he doesn't say a whole lot. He he, you know, he won, won 18 games last year, uh, and he looks Boy, prime. That, that was the quietest 18 yeah, games you, right. you, that nobody... I mean, and for all the uh, the turmoil and the, uh, and the uh, you know, controversy surrounding the, the ALDS rotation, this guy might have been your best starter at that point of the year, and he only gets to pitch once. He pitch once. <laughs> that's... I, you but know, hindsight being twenty twenty. That's that, kind of how deep they are. The, how deep that rotation is. And, and we didn't mention Clevenger. We yeah, didn't mention uh, Andrew Maybe. Miller, who's got eight strikeouts in four innings. Uh, yeah, and Tomlin, who came back. I mean, who pitched five scoreless last, the other night. So, you know that, that this is this is a good rotation, Joe. And it looks like they're starting to. You know, they. You know, I, I, I like you mentioned Gomes, and he said, you know, Gomes. We were talking to him a couple of days ago, and he said this rotation is. Kind of said, you know, okay, we're gonna we're gonna take take this from the wire to wire. We're gonna step up early, and we're gonna, you know, we we are coming to, uh, you know, we're gonna deliver, try to deliver every night, and and th- so far they have. Well, it makes the uh, makes the bullpen that much more effective when these guys are going as deep as they are in games too. Uh, the, the shortest outing this year was was Tomlin's three inning right. outing in, in Anaheim, and it it makes the the guys when you've got a fresh Andrew Miller, a fresh Cody Allen. Even a fresh, you know, Nick Goody and, and sure. Tyler Olson coming, uh, it's he's going to have trouble finding work for some of these guys if if this keeps up. It's been done against obviously over the last couple of days against Central Division opposition, right. uh, which is which is good. Yeah. They, they own the division and you don't have to worry about the playoffs take care of themselves and and, and whatnot. But uh, you know, Toronto comes in here at the end of this week. And, you know, they're hitting the ball around a little bit, too. So it should be a, a little bit better of a test. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, the Tigers, you know what? They, they lost what? They've, they've lost like 2 nothing, one to nothing. <laughs> I mean, 2-1, two, two they lose 5-1 tonight. And what, 2 nothing and 2-1. I mean, you know, I, I like Garden Hire. I, I really like him as a manager. I know the uh, Tigers are rebuilding and, you know, they, they're playing a lot of different kids. But I think you get that you're going to get this kind of effort out of out of out of the Tigers all year because you know he's been through this before. He knows his division. He knows the Indians, and you know the Twins played the same way. You know under him, the Twins played just like this. All right, we'll uh, we'll start to wrap it up here with uh, just a look uh, forward at, at at the end of this week. We've got Toronto, and then we're going to prepare for uh, Puerto Rico. We're going to do a separate podcast to to go up before. Um, the Puerto Rico oh. trip. So, and, and talking, we're going to talk about not just the games that are at hand, but you know some of the, some of the background research we're doing on you know who the who the Indians Puerto Rican players think are are the the all time greatest Puerto Rican uh, ball players and the the best Puerto Rican Indians players. 
Uh, I think the uh, the Alamars might factor into that. Yeah, they uh, might factor that in conversation. El Penguino, the, the second baseman, Carlos Baerga might be in there. Yeah, we, we, there might be a there might be a position shift if you you could he started his career as a third baseman. That's so right. Yeah, you can do that. All right, we'll get to that uh, next week. But uh, for now, we're going to wrap this up here from Progressive Field. Uh, the Indians win on Wednesday night, uh, and they look forward to wrapping up uh, the fourth game of this uh, this series against Detroit uh, tonight on Thursday. Paul. Back at it. We'll, All right, uh, we'll talk to you again next week.